Oh, what fresh hell is this? This is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. Hello. There he is. There we are. You know, I just saw a, uh, a little pop-up when I started this that said you can broadcast for up to eight hours, so uh, fasten your seatbelts. All righty. Well, I'm going to probably create you some major editing bullshit tonight. I am unfortunately still working. I'm in Laverne waiting on them to assign me a door so I can back this thing in and get unloaded. So at some point they're going to call. And how the hell do I turn this video off? Uh, there should be a button. I look like a drunk sailor. You kind of are a drunk sailor. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I ain't had anything to drink. That's probably the problem. Can right, Kirk, Kirk could help you out with that. There we go. Apparently. Yeah, I noticed Kurt looked like he was... Uh, why, why is he not on the show tonight? Because he's awfully fucking talkative. <laughs> I, I was going to say, he don't say that much <laughs> when he's on the show. He did typing in the last five minutes. I, I I didn't know he could type that fast, to be honest. He throws <laughs> in all these topics and everything to talk about. And he's like, okay, well, you guys have a good night. You can't, you can't just dump this fucking massive amount of research to do. And it's just like, all right, you guys have a good night. He's like, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me this yesterday? Yeah, exactly. All of that five minutes before we start. <laughs> yeah, go for this research for those. Shit out. I can't figure all this out in two minutes. <laughs> all right. It is the Cigar Tipsters Podcast. This is episode 16. We took a little hiatus uh, after episode 15, but we are back. I know uh, four or five people are really, really super excited right now that we are back. Is <laughs> that counting the three of us? Yes, that actually does count. Oh, the, the actual two listeners we have. <laughs> uh, as you probably just realized, Junior, Senior, and Ben are here with you. We are roughly one week removed from the Chattanooga Tweet Up 2015. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm still detoxing from Chattanooga Tweet Up 2015. A little bit. Uh, still smoking. <laughs> Lightweight. It, it was a hell of an, an event. I have to uh, give credit to the guys and gals of Burns Tobacconist in Chattanooga. Those guys always, by some miracle, seem to outdo themselves each and every year. And this year was no different, so hats off to those folks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, that's our show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> It's about as long as one of the others, so, yeah, okay, we're doing good. Well, despite the fact that Kirk dumped it in our lap a minute ago, I do want to mention the fact that the the American flag has raised at the U.S. Embassy in Havana today for the first time in, God, what, 40, 50-some-odd years? Yeah, you 61 would have been the last time. 62, I guess, 61, 62. 61. 61. So yeah. 70 years. No. Long time. So hopefully that means uh, a quick end to the Cuban embargo and the eventual <coughs> arrival of Cuban cigars on U.S. shelves. Uh, 
we'll see how that pans out. But what is on that now that Cuba seems to be opening up diplomatic relations? How do you think that's going to affect the cigar industry here? I think initially there's going to be a big run on Cuban cigars when they finally officially arrive here for the first time. You know, there's going to be this huge, oh my God, I have to have Cuban cigars event. And I think people are going to try Cuban cigars. They're probably going to be okay with them. And then they're going to think, well, I still like my my Rocky Patels or my uh, Padrones or, God forbid, Gurkhas or whatever. <laughs> and they're going to go back to whatever it was they were smoking before. Yeah, they're going to realize that the cigars coming out of Nicaragua, Honduras, uh, Dominican are all comparable to uh, what's going to come out of Cuba. Uh, I mean, like Junior said, I mean, I'm sure there'll be that influx, and I mean, we'll be the same way. I mean, yeah, great, I can get my hands on some Cubans, so I'm going to smoke them, but then, uh, you know, eventually everybody will trend back to their favorites. I think the, there's so much hype because it's not been available or very, very limited as of recently, that you're right, that people are going to just jump on board and see what all the what all the hype's been about, and they're going to say, oh, well, that's nice, and then it'll just quickly wear off and go back to Nicaraguans and everything else where they've been smoking. I think you're right on that. Well, and unfortunately for the, the Cuban manufacturers, I, the cigars that are coming out of, of Cuba in 2015 are not are most likely not going to be the same quality as what was coming out of Cuba in 1962. That's correct. Well, we've talked many times about, you know, how the soil has somewhat depleted from the hurricanes and just not, they've not really made the efforts to re-enrich the soil. I mean, I'm sure there's still some great cigars coming out of there, but I'm going to venture to say it's for some tobacco that's been around for a little while. We've got a new extension coming out of the uh, Willie Herrera Norteña line, or should I say the Swisher Sweets Norteño line, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm a, <laughs> in all fairness, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the original Norteño in the Spanish Lonsdale size, so I'll definitely pick up this new one. Uh, 7x48 Churchill size, so it'll be interesting to see if the flavor changes from the Lonsdale to the Churchill. Yeah, not to be confused with the Rothschild size, which we figured out during that quiz. That's <laughs> right. no, a six and a half by 46 Two. or 42? 42. And 40, speaking, six and a half by 42, yeah. Speaking of quizzes, how dare I not mention the fact that we have a cigar savant in our our midst here. Exactly. We do have a cigar savant, so all yeah. questions will be directed to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what we're referring to is part of Chattanooga Tweet Up 2015, the gentleman from the Cigar Guys radio show, uh, Gary, Doc Layton, and Alan, the cigar savant, Friedman, offered a trivia contest for those of us down at the Davidoff Lounge in Burns downtown. And by some miracle of science, our very own senior won. 
say a <laughs> trivia contest. It was all skill. No luck was involved. <laughs> no, it was cash. Cash was involved. Cash was involved. Bribery goes along. I played off Allen before it started. <laughs> <laughs> and the senior walked away with a very nice prize, a bundle of San Latano Oval Maduros, which he graciously shared with the crowd. And second place runner-up, our good friend from Huntsville, Alan Adair, <clears throat> walked away with a gorgeous diamond crown ashtray. And if you were not aware, diamond crown is made by J.C. Newman. It is by J.C. And what does the J.C. stand for? God help me, I don't remember. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Julius Caesar. Okay. I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and 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 you can't go without, you know, our, our great friend Alan there is affectionately now known as Hee-Haw Five-O. <laughs> he is Hee-Haw Five-O, that is right. <laughs> or H5 for And uh, speaking of the Cigar Guys radio show, you can hear those guys on AM 920 in Atlanta every Sunday morning, 11 to 1 Eastern Time. That's uh, 10 to noon for you Central Time folks. And you Pacific Time fuckers can figure it out for yourself. <laughs> uh, but those guys do a, a great uh, cigar-related radio show in Atlanta on Sundays. Tune in radio if you're outside of the Atlanta area. And uh, they're, they're actually professionals. They're not like us. <laughs> Yeah, they don't cuss. Prepare they, for this shit. Yeah, they, they prepare. They don't use dirty words, which, just in case you're wondering, when I use words like fuck and shit and damn, it's usually because I can't think of anything else and I'm just killing time. You use curse words as a substitute for punctuation. Correct. That's what it is. Or so, I've, I've, I've heard the term somewhere along the line, sentence enhancers. <laughs> I like that. I'll, I'll save that one. <laughs> I'm going to let you run with it because I don't have any rebuttal to that. So, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> now, are you lightweight smoking, or am I the only one smoking a cigar tonight? I'm smoking. I've got the flathead, actually, that you gave me tweet up event, and it is it is delicious. Yeah, I, I like a very it. Good cigar. Now, I like the 554, and the, I'm not crazy about the 660 because of the ring gauge, but now the smaller one I'm not a fan of. I don't... Don't seem to get much out of the small one. I think it's a 446 or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the other one is. But uh, out of those, the 554 is the one I like the best. It, it is. It's burning well. It, you know, it's got great flavor to it. It's full body. No issues with it. And you're right. It's just the right medium size. You know, uh, well, I, I don't particularly like a huge ring gauge to go on like 60, 62. Not my style. Yeah. Well, I've got a uh, 1936 Elegante by Zabala Cigars. Uh, this one was actually gifted to me by Doc of the Cigar Guys show, and uh, it was gifted to me there at Tweet Up, which I think he was handing them out quite frequently. But uh, he asked me, he's like, you know, don't smoke it right now. Wait till uh, you've got time and a cleanse palate, and you know, tell me what you think. And so far, it is an excellent cigar. I've got the uh, 6.5 by 52 Torpedo, which is nice when you get the bigger ring gauge if it's the Torpedo that kind of slims down at the tip there. 
Uh, it's a Nicaraguan Puro with a, I want to say, Habano uh, Oscuro wrapper and then Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, so far, it's really good. Good. And hey, who is the company that makes it? Zabala, Z-A-B-A-L-A Cigars. And I'm assuming there's some significance to the 1936, but within the, the little bit of research I did, I couldn't find it. But I'm I'm impressed with it so far. Cool. Might be an up-and-comer. In some other uh, new cigar news, Davidoff has got a new black label cigar. <clears throat> of course, the other black label cigar they have is the Nicaragua, which is fantastic. But they've come out with the new Brazilian, which is going to... Uh, be their second cigar in that particular line. It's a part of their new Escurial line, I think. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. And it's got uh, Brazilian Medafina, Dominican filler, uh, Brazilian binder, and an Ecuador Habano wrapper. So it'll be interesting to see if that one turns out as good as the Nicaragua did. Uh, I love the Nicaragua, despite it being very out of my price range on most days. That was surprised to see you didn't pick one up there in Chattanooga. Well, I'm a cheap bastard, what can I say? Well, we tried. <laughs> you can buy it on us. <laughs> thousand people trying to sell us their own cigar and we couldn't move the fucking thing because it was so full of people. <laughs> yeah, it, well, was, it was definitely crowded in that humidor. And you were uh, bombarded by reps as soon as you walked through the door. Thank you. And it's really, you know, it's hard to say no. I mean, yeah, they're, sitting, they're standing there pouring their heart out to you. Oh, I put my firstborn child's tears into this cigar. <laughs> and I'm going to be the first one to, to throw the bee out there in blue. It would much remind you of our good friend Jerry with Vicarious <laughs> in that I had no less than three owners or reps in this in the uh, uh, humidor come up and say, What do you what do you smoke? Oh, well, you like that? You're gonna love this. Let me take <laughs> I'm actually considering changing the name of the show to the Cigar Tipsters Blue Cast. Oh the Blue Cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry has no idea how much fun we had at his expansion Chattanooga. <laughs> And Jerry, on the off chance that that you hear this, we we love you. It's all in good. Absolutely, absolutely. <coughs> Speaking so of to the door and offered them a blue cigar, he goes, "What are you selling? That's nice. Here, why don't you try this one? It's just in blue." <laughs> <laughs> now I did uh, get a note from, or actually not a new note, but a newsletter, the CRA has just uh, released, I guess, a CRA uh, media center or uh, reference center for cigars where you can go to their website, cigarrights.org, and it's uh, a reference tool to uh, uh, blogs and reviews and some of their, uh, some other companies like Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Snob and some of those have partnered with them. Uh, sponsoring partners, I think, is what they're calling them. Is it an open forum? People go in there and just discuss what they want, or is it listed from? Them? I don't. I don't think it's so much that. It, it's the media center, is what it is. I think that's what I said. Anyway, it's uh, 
I think more of just a reference tool where you can go look at blogs and online reviews as well as it's got links to all of their advertising partners. Just something new that they've added, so I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. I don't understand why we're not on there, but, you know. <laughs> we don't push enough Blue Label. They were at the Twin-Up <laughs> event, and they were awesome people, and for 25 bucks, they gave out the two-year renewal and that uh, travel Hewlett Art case, which is a really nice uh, travel Oh, yeah, case. that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was really awesome. All of our uh, CRA travel humidors are also covered in blue stickers, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> yes, yes, there, there's a blue sticker on each. And uh, do we have any Undercrown fans in the house, either one of you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the Undercrown. Well, in Swisher Sweet news, we have uh, the Undercrown is going light, the Undercrown brand is getting a Connecticut version called the Undercrown Shade. It's uh, Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, and it's a uh, Ecuador, Ecuador Sumatra binder, and of course a lovely Connecticut wrapper grown in Ecuador at the foothills of the Andes Mountains. You're not going to let down this whole Swisher Sweet Jewish State. Never. You never. I don't know. There's not many Connecticut's that I care for. There are a handful. Would yeah, it, right. Would it interest you if it was in grape? <laughs> oh, well, that might happen. <laughs> White grape. White grape. Or, or perhaps if we put a blue label on it. <laughs> See, that that's where Drew State's fucked up. The They've got the gold, but they didn't. They don't have the blue. They don't have the blue. They got the gold <laughs> trim. They don't have the blue. The quality. <laughs> what else is coming out? Ooh, La Polina, red label. Oh yeah, that one's good. I actually had that one at Tweetup. Did you? I I I love the La Polina lines. The black label is one of my favorites. So if it's now the black, quality, is it an extremely strong cigar? It is full-bodied. There is some flavor okay. behind it. it. You know, you do want to have it after a meal. It is not a morning smoke by any means. Um, yeah, I was talking to the rep there in the humidor, and uh, he sold me on the red and the white, and then he was talking about the black, and he said he was smoking one of those while driving and had to pull over. Yeah, it is full-bodied. I didn't try the black one, but I did try the, the red label up there. Very smooth, very good smoke. It's got a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Ecuadorian binder and filler uh, featuring Nicaraguan and Dominican tobacco. Uh, makes for a silky smooth combination. And great burn. So definitely get your hands on that red red label. That, that may be La Polina's new, new golden child, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Well, now, he also gave me, we were sitting out there by one of the bars, as there are many of them at Sweet Up, which is always a good thing. Uh, he handed me a La Polina Classic. Now, that's also a very good smoke. I tried it uh, a few days ago and was very pleased with it. Similar hints to the, the red, but um, a little milder, I would say. Is it Connecticut shade? No, 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 no. It's, 
Oh, now you're going to ask me something I don't know. I don't remember what the wrapper was, but it was the shade of a Corojo or a Habano. Okay. Yeah, come on. Come on, Savant. I was going to say. Uh, let me put my brain in gear here. Reclaim that title. If, if not, it's no big deal. We'll, we'll give you shit about it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out and make you look good. Uh, hey, I was right. Excuse me. It's a Brazilian-grown Habano seed wrapper. Uh, Around Ecuadorian binder, Dominican, and Nicaraguan filler. Uh, this next cigar I want to speak about, it's been out a couple of months, but I just tried it uh, two weeks ago, maybe. The Rocky Patel Edge A-10. This is a barber pole. Uh, yeah, there. <laughs> you knew it was going to come up eventually. but uh, <laughs> The barber pole consists of two different wrappers. One is the original Edge Corojo wrapper. The other is the Edge Maduro wrapper. I gotta say this that that damn thing is disappointing. Uh, really, it is a flavorless. That's interesting. You did have a barber pole, a different one at the tweet up, and that one you said was really good. Who did that barber pole? Oh, sweet tweet up. That was uh, uh, Oscar, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the uh, GTO. Yeah, Not the painkiller. The GTO. Yeah, G GTO has a barber pole, aside from the painkiller line. That's pretty good. Yeah, and, I, I, one of them in Chattanooga, it was good. And, of course, my favorite barber pole, the 724 Hustler. But uh, the Edge, I, I remember reading that they had had some production issues. It was delayed almost a year because of the production cycle. And for it to have sat out there an extra year, the, the flavor just wasn't there. And I've, the reviews I went back and looked at were similar. No real rave reviews. You know, a couple here and there really liked it, but the consensus was just not much there. Which uh, really is a shame because I love most of the the Edge line, specifically the, the Habano and the Sumatra. Absolutely love those two. Uh, just just well, wasn't no. feeling it for the A-10. No, me neither. Uh, I'm hoping the one that you got tucked away, when you bring it out, will have a little more flavor. But if it's already set around for a year, it, it should have been ready to go. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, that that actually got sent out as part of a cigar bomb. So I no longer oh. own that particular <laughs> stick. Almost like it was picked incorrectly. The crop wasn't good, and they were hoping that it would age and bring some of the flavor back, but it, it must have been out. Speaking of cigar bombs, if you're on Facebook and you like to talk about cigars, search Cigar Cartel. Uh, great group, around 10,000 some odd people at the moment, but just uh, it, it's like a giant herf at all hours of the day on Facebook. Uh, not the easiest group in the world to get into, but if you can get in, it's, it's a good deal. Sure it is. They let me in. Oh, they did? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark, well, let's see here. It says you made a lucky purchase of the original Quattro Cinco. Oh, yes, yes, I did. Uh, part of what Cigar Cartel does is they do auctions from time to time. And a gentleman happened to uh, be auctioning off a sealed 
never opened box of Hoya de Nicaragua Cuatro Cinco's, which myself and Senior happen to be a big fan of. So we got a hell of a deal on a box oh. of those. Uh, those are delicious. Smokes. We've got ten, ten of those sitting in our aging humidor, which are coming up on. God, it's got to be getting close to two years worth of age on them things. Yeah, because the 45th anniversary was 13, so yeah, they, they've got two years on them now. So we've got the, those 10 plus a new box on the way. Can never have too many of those. Absolutely. Another cigar I got the opportunity to try at TweetUp, actually before TweetUp started. Okay. Was the newest Room 101 offering, the Uncle Lee. Uh, pretty good stick. I think, Senior, you also tried that one, didn't you? I did, on your recommendation. And it was. It was a good smoke. I enjoyed it. It, it was good. My only complaint about it is that it's about $12. Uh, yeah, a little pricey. You know, it's one of those things I'd recommend you try, but maybe not go... Oh, this is a completely separate new thing for him. It's got completely, completely different branding, different look. It's a whole, whole completely different thing. In fact, the branding was so, uh, so quote unquote cartoonish that Davidoff didn't even want to do it originally. They actually had Booth tone down the packaging to be more in line with Davidoff standards. So I'll do everything in cursive. <laughs> be them. Because the, the box yeah. is, actually has a caricature of Uncle Lee on it. It looks, according to Matt Booth, it was made to look like a cereal box. And Davidoff thinks it's too cheesy. Or yeah, yeah. Not loungy enough for them. Now, does Ben sound garbled to anybody other than me? Yeah, he, his audio is weirdly like dropping for no apparent reason. Get closer to the mic. And come on. Let's see. How about now? Good. Yeah. yeah. That's better. Yeah. That's better. Okay. Yeah, it sounded like you had a, a wiener in your mouth. No. No. <laughs> that was a Gurkha. <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough. Same, same thing. Yeah. Same difference, of course. Uh, well, how's, uh, how's that 554 working out for you there? Ben? That is. Hey, we're smoking. And it's still smoking well. No burn issues. Still good flavor. It's It's been a very good balanced smoke. So I appreciate you letting me have that. Well, I didn't actually let you have it. You traded me a cigar for it, so. Well, I don't even know what I traded for. All I know is I came out. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but anyway. It was some kind of shitty Villiger machine-made thing. <laughs> oh, careful now. All the brownie points you got with Jack on the Cigar Guys show, you're going to lose points with her. Uh, it was national radio. I had to kiss her ass. <laughs> and it, the sad part is it almost went off the rails right there because I really... I didn't know she was going to be on there when I was going to be on there, and it, I just started rambling, and it started to sound stupid, but thankfully Doc made a joke out of it, and it kind of worked out. But. 
so why you just can't bash the or, shit out of her? Like, joining us today is the representative for Villager Cigars. Like, yes, we were just talking about you. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doc, uh, out of nowhere, he's like, did you try Villager Cigars? Why, yes, I did. <laughs> did you try their machine made? Yes, I did. They were, I think my exact words were not bad. Yeah, that, that was your quote, was not bad. What, and, and, and don't, you know, don't overthink it. I mean, for what they are, they're not bad. They're a little quick smoke that's a machine-made cigar. I mean, I would smoke it over a Swisher Sweet every day. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's not no. really intended to compete with a... Yeah, an eight to ten dollar premium made cigar. Would you substitute a Villager for a Vicarious Blue? <laughs> no, I'd have to go with the blue. You'd have to go with the blue. Okay, I just I as far as comparison, I just want to make sure you know where we stand. Um, hey, Mark and I have been around Jerry so much we bleed blue. You just so. wear T-shirts. It's blue. We bleed <laughs> blue with gold trim. <laughs> But this uh, 1936 Elegante uh, from the Bala Cigars, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm getting some earthy tones, some cocoa, a little citrusy, uh, almost, and I'll butcher this name, but kind of reminds you of the Larvana that um, okay. has got a little bit of an orange citrus taste to it as well. This one's picking up with some... Uh, I don't know, strong coffee to espresso kind of notes. Uh, it's it's very well balanced, but it's it's a complex smoke. And I I peeked at some other reviews, and they were calling some of them were talking about a leathery taste. And I I don't know you you guys help me out here, but in my experience, I would take that more as an earthy tobacco flavor. I've never. Never really had a cigar I felt like tasted like leather, which I don't make a habit of chewing on leather, but it, yeah, it just, fair enough. to me it's more uh, an earthy tobacco type uh, flavor. I got you. This, um, this flathead is still, still running. Uh, I'm picking up notes of black cherry, raisin, things, you know, it's uh, chocolate. When you said black cherry, I started thinking Swisher Sweet. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> of grape and wine. Uh, That's a topic <laughs> of discussion. I mean, I read some of these reviews, and and we're not, we don't claim to be, you know, professional. Uh, cigar reviewers by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, some of these reviews that you you read, I mean, they're talking about cumin and uh, white grape, and, and I mean, the list goes on and on and on. All of these flavors that they're finding in a cigar, I mean... You, I, you I mean to tell me that, that you can't pick out dried orange peel? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, the Savant's uh, palate is not quite that uh, refined. <clears throat> but I, I do totally agree with what you're saying. Some of the some of the flavors that they pull out are 
like outlandish. Uh, the the most outlandish one that I recall seeing was jalapeno. I, I don't recall ever tasting jalapeno in a cigar. That's because they were eating nachos along with the cigar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had a cigar taste like popcorn, but that's because I had a popcorn hour before I smoked the cigars. It's got a nice buttery flavor, uh, hints of sprinkled white cheddar. Um, it's and uh, before Drew Estates gets any ideas, patent pending, I, I will not stand for Swisher Sweet buttered popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure Drew is never going to send me cigars again. No, no, probably not. <laughs> but we'll send him a box of blue. Oh, well, you damn right. A box my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you put her two, give me the other 18. It's a sampler pack. Best. It's a sample pack. What are you talking about? <laughs> and just to show our buddies at Trey J some love, get out there and try their new Invictus cigar. Yes. Uh, blended by Jose Blanco. Very good. Uh, you know, your, your white... Blue, black is kind of your light, medium, dark, and Invictus is that next step into the dark side. Well, and they were saying that the Invictus is more of a uh, full-body cigar. The the black was labeled at that, but I think now the the stair steps would pretty much be white, blue, black, and then the Invictus as far as strength levels go. <laughs> Double profits. We keep throwing Jerry's name out there, but uh, hats off to Johnny. He was at Tweet Up, had a great time hanging out with him. He is a trip, uh, and he was very gracious enough to give us all an Invictus while we were there, and they donated uh, a box of Invictus and a box of black to the Tweet Up raffle. Uh, I don't know who the lucky person was who won those, but it's better that I didn't know because we would have mugged him in the parking lot. <laughs> no, I think it was... Uh, it was probably Ken, uh, Ken Ball. It was Ken. That's Ken Ball. <laughs> the guy yeah, who seemed to win everything. That son of a bitch won the TV. He won the raffle. He won the, uh, uh, the cornhole tournament. He just won everything. He did not win the lunchbox. Yeah, I, I don't know who... Uh, who he performed fellatio on during that weekend, but it was apparently the right person. <laughs> he won everything. But I walked away with the Return of the Jedi vintage metal lunchbox that has been converted to a humidor. You got any cigars in um, your story? Oh, yeah. it's that has That is now my, my primary travel humidor and apparently senior died oh no senior <laughs> condolences but uh, yeah it's uh, it, it's full and it's like my I did away with the Tetawahe for now the casket humidor and I'm running solely with the return of Jedi well that is the true item of any true cigar aficionado is having that return because that is a one-time thing no one else is going to have that uh, not even ken ball even though he yeah. had the imperial symbol tattooed on his arm 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 16 of the Cigar Tipsters podcast. Thank you for listening to this train wreck. Let's <laughs> turn south, Mike. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night.